This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 967 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. horse people coach jen here and thanks for tuning in to horse tip daily today's tip is another inspired by a listener question one of our astute horse tip daily fans has come with up with some questions about fly spray so i reached out to the good folks at wf young and Jeannie mckenzie agreed to come on the show and clear up some cloudy areas regarding bug repellents for horses this time the third installment of three we talk about fly spray efficacy and environmental factors and we'll get right to our tip after this important message from EasySignsOnline.com. Easy Signs Online is the official sign company of the Horse Radio Network. This week's product highlight are their personalized nameplates. Perfect for horse stalls, tack rooms, lockers, bedroom doors, dog kennels, or whatever you can think of. Choose from hundreds of online graphics to further customize the nameplates from EasySignsOnline.com. Made from one half inch thick, solid PVC signboard, these colorful and unique one-sided nameplates are three and a half inches by 16 inches and are designed for durability, long-term indoor or outdoor use. They are only $39.95 each, and remember, free shipping on most orders over $100. Visit them at EasySignsOnline.com. Well, welcome back to the show, Jeannie. We're so glad you stopped by for one final fly spray Q&A. I guess for folks who are diehard DIYers, and there are those of us out there, mi- mixing up a couple of bottles of chemicals that you bought at the store, probably not a good idea. What we don't recommend that people necessarily mix and match different um, fly sprays from different brands. If it's a concentrate, then certainly follow the manufacturer's um, recommended uh, directions for use, whether you're using it on animal or as a premise. Uh, they've, they've done the homework, if you will, and, and um, they make sure that it's a, a good, safe, positive experience. You mean to tell me that if the bottle says mix it in a ratio of 20 to 1, mixing it in a ratio of 10 to 1 won't make it this that much better? Is that you what know, you're telling me? Uh, I, that is true. If a little, the, the adage of a little is, is good, then more is even better is, is certainly not true as it relates to, uh, to uh, insecticides and repellent type products. So, um, you know, like I said, they've done a lot of homework um, to know what is the proper ratio. And, um, you know, that's, that's probably the, the best way is to, is to follow the, the, the guidelines that are on the manufacturer's label. Um, but, you know, like we said, we know, um, that you're going to do what works for you. And if something has worked for you in the past, then, then continue to do it. But, um, if you want to make sure that it's, um, you know, mixed the right way, um, certainly following the label instructions will, will give you that confidence and peace of mind. Yeah. You guys don't make those labels just cause it's fun. It's important. No. <laughs> important, those labels. Although it is fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, the front, the front part, I'm sure, is a lot of fun, all those splashy yeah. pictures and stuff. So that brought to mind, of course, another question. When you pick up a bottle of fly spray, it will list 
frequently the specific species of flies that it will kill and or repel. For example, it'll you know, pick up the bottle, it'll say horn fly or house fly or black fly or some other kind of fly. Um, how important is it that the species of fly is listed or you guys know about fly sprays and what things, what things repel? Is a fly in a barn a fly in a barn a fly in a barn? If it says it repels flies, it repels flies. Or again, is it more complicated than that? Well, I will say that the the proper way um, to label the product is is to actually show um, efficacy testing and or do testing according to the regulators um, and and their guidelines to show that it a, a uh, insecticide and repellent is actually effective against that very specific species. So the short answer is yes, we are required as a, as a marketer and manufacturer to test for each and every single one of those species. So that's a good now, thing that general, you have that on there. That's a good, that, that indicates that you guys did your homework. Well, it's hard to know exactly every single species of fly that may be uh, in your barn or bothering um, your horse during turnout. So in a general sense, if something is effective against flies, whether it is uh, an insecticide and or a repellent, in a general sense, you can know that that product is probably going to be effective uh, against various species. But our requirement as uh, the manufacturer is to literally do testing against each of those species. Um, the other, you know, um, I guess nuisance and or uh, of concern is things like biting mosquitoes and certainly the diseases that they carry as well as um, ticks. And so those are um, other types of insects that require um, just as in-depth testing. Um, and so not all products will contain um, the claim that they're effective against ticks. So if that's a concern for you based on where you live, you would want to read the label for that particular species um, because it's a different type of test. And certainly if you want the peace of mind um, that it would be, um, you know, if it, you want to make sure that the product that you're purchasing is effective against ticks and that should be right on the label. There you go. Well, that and that's huge because, for example, here in Florida, where we are, certain times of the year, the mosquitoes are, you can hardly breathe. They're so thick, the mosquitoes. And I, by golly, I want to make sure I have something that is specific that will get rid of those mosquitoes and keep them off my horse. But then there are other times of the year, there's not a mosquito to be found, but gee, there's plenty of flies. So I want to make sure I grab the bottle that says it's going to kill every fly. I Oh, look, there's 12 different kinds of flies listed on that one. That's the one I want. So that makes perfect sense out there. Now, yeah. you, you mentioned about insecticides and repellents. Are there circumstances under which um, you would want to choose one over the other? Is there a case where in these, in these circumstances you do not want to use a insecticide, which is, am I right, that insecticide will kill the bug versus repellent will just keep the bug away? Is that right? That is that is the correct definition. Um, certainly, for an insecticide, it's it's a pesticide, and in order for it to be um, effective to, uh, against insects, it needs to come in sort of direct contact uh, with the with the insect. And so, um, you know, that is, it, it certainly is. Um, I guess the first line of attack is many people want to know just not to just keep them away, but they want to know that they're not going to ever come back. Um, mm -hmm. So. 
we find that the most effective products are those that have a combination of ingredients that have both insecticide as well as repellency. The difference um, is there are some um, uh, people that don't don't want to use chemical-based insecticides. They're really just looking for repellents. Um, they understand that there's a trade-off. They might not last as long and or be as effective, but it's um, more of a decision, a personal decision, that they're looking for something that's more natural and or you know eco-safe for the environment. And so we do offer Ultra Shield Green. Um, which is effective at repelling and controlling biting flies and mosquitoes and gnats, the things that are troublesome, um, but they use a, uses a more natural-based um, approach to uh, keeping um, those insects at bay. Right. And there's nothing more irritating than having your horse twitch and swat and stomp the whole time you ride. Oh, that drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so whether you're using an insecticide or a repellent, or a combination product. I think just about every single fly spray label I have ever read says, groom the horse first. How much of an effect does the dirt level in your horse's coat have on the effectiveness of that uh, fly spray that you're putting on? Well, you know, certainly not everybody has the the time to do a full-on groom, but certainly we have found in our experience that, you know, applying uh, protection to a clean, um, uh, you know, coat and skin is going to have the, the a higher level of, uh, you know, performance and or will be more longer lasting. Um, and essentially it's because um, you're getting that protection right where it needs to be. There's not, uh, you know, a layer of dirt and dust and mud that's sort of um, kind of inhibiting um, the, the uh, repellent from doing what it needs to do. So certainly if you can't do a full on um, bath, then, you know, a good brushing is uh, certainly, um, uh, you know, will go a long way for, you know, uh, I guess providing better protection. Um, and so, you know, that's, I think that's kind of just good horsemanship and, um, you know, you'll see better performance from your fly sprays, um, if you give it good brush before uh, application. So I've given my horse a bath. I don't have time to hang about until he's completely dry. Will putting the fly spray on a wet horse diminish its effectiveness? No, we don't. We don't see that. Um, uh, certainly, um, that's probably more the norm than not. Um, you know, after, um, you know, scraping the, the sweat, if you will, and, and uh, getting them uh, gussied up and comfortable, I would think that, um, more often than not, then fly sprays are applied uh, during uh, when they're where they're still drying, and we have found that uh, it doesn't necessarily make any difference with regards to the uh, the efficacy um, and uh, how long the product lasts uh, when you when you apply it. Oh, got it. So one last question: I would like to put a request into the request box at WF Young. Okay. Can you guys please design a fly spray that's designed to keep the horse from rolling the minute you've just put fly spray on him and turned him back out? Can you can you make one of those that's like some kind of an anti-gravity thing or something? Can you put that on the list? I think that would be uh, the best-selling product of all time, and uh, I will certainly put that uh, challenge to the, the team here. Um, we've been uh, known to... Uh, 
do some pretty wonderful things over our 120-year uh, history. And um, I have yet to see that uh, come to fruition, but we're, we're up to the challenge. <laughs> we, would, we would love it. And boy, we would just tell the whole world about it if you developed that product, Janie. And thank you so much for coming by again. We appreciate your time. And hopefully this has cleared up some of the fine print that everybody sees on their fly spray bottles at the store and helps our horses stay bug-free for the season. Well, there you go. Thanks again to Jeannie McKenzie from WF Young for helping us out here on Horse Tip Daily. The website is wfyoung.com or absorbing.com. You can find lots more tips on topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people on horsetipdaily.com. Just look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. You can have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Download it today. It's quick, it's free, it's easy. This podcast has been made possible through the generous support of EasySignsOnline.com and listeners like you. Listeners like me, you ask? Well, yes. Folks who enjoy the great podcasts on Horse Radio Network can support their favorite programs by supporting our sponsors like EasySignsOnline.com and also by becoming an official auditor. Go to Horsetipdaily.com and click on the Become an Auditor banner in the center of the page and you can learn how for as little as a dollar a month you can support your favorite programs and qualify for cool auditor-only perks. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.